Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. And welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by my colleague, Kira. Hi, Kira. Hi. And um, Stephanie, who is Head of Apprenticeships at the PRCA. Hi, Steph. Hello, hello. Hi. And today we are going to be discussing... um, apprenticeships so the benefits to both businesses and the individual why you should be considering hiring an apprentice um i have to say at adpr we are huge huge fans of the apprenticeship um we've employed several over the years kira who's with us today joined as an apprentice and and we employed her afterwards as an account executive and um also our account director becky she started with us as an apprentice too and, and worked her way up and they're just two examples of of people we've hired so we are great advocates of the apprenticeship um so we really wanted to bring both nakira and steph on today for us to explain a little bit more about them and and why they might be right for you so steph we'll, we'll start with you and it's i know it's a really broad question but um maybe we start with the basics of if you can tell us a little bit more about what the prca apprenticeship is and how it works okay um of course so the prca apprenticeship just to give you a, a nice little overview hopefully um is a job with an accompanying skills development program so it allows individuals with no prior relevant work experience to build and develop PR industry. As it's for a job in a real PR team, whether it's agency or in-house, it's largely competency-based. So basically, it combines both theory and practical study. Each apprentice can only meet the criteria by actually putting what they've learned into practice. And again, it's a real job, so apprentices get a real wage. Um, And they're not sort of left alone to map across their day-to-day job to the criteria they're also assigned a coach to guide them through um, the actual program itself to help them do that um, and all of our coaches at the PRCA are PR professionals in their own right um, so they have you know their own knowledge um, that they are able to impart on the apprentices that they are um, supporting through as well is that broad or general enough <laughs> yeah that's, that is perfect that is perfect and and um in terms of how that recruitment process works as well mm-hmm. like, so how do how do people how do you find the businesses um mm-hmm. how do individuals find businesses that are looking for apprentices how does that work um, in terms of the recruitment process, it works in one specific way. We post it on the National Apprenticeship Service Government website. Um, and in terms of how employers can get through to us, a range of different ways. So through our website, um, if you search PR Apprenticeship, we are the first people to come up. We 
handy. Um, but generally, <laughs> we reach out to a range of different companies who might have shown an interest in building up um, entry-level employees um, and then just explaining to them what the benefits are um, to their company, but also just explaining to them how, for them, how cheap it is um, to sort of take on an apprentice, pay for their training, um, especially if they were already planning on hiring an entry-level employee. This time they're getting someone who is fully trained by the end. Um, and we post if they choose to go down this route and have us um, manage their recruitment process. Um, we compose the vacancies on their behalf. We do the initial screening and interviewing, um, after which the employer then meets and chooses their apprentice. Um, in terms of then how individuals can you know, um, find out when there is a vacancy that is live, either um, being managed by us or being managed directly by the employer, we have a mailing list that they can sign up to. So that is, again, very handy. They get notified whenever a vacancy goes live, um, and that's obviously specific to the PR apprenticeship. Great, thank you. And, and Kira, how did you find out about the apprenticeship obviously you're one of our fabulous members of the team now and you came oh, through you. um to adpr as an apprentice so how how yeah. did you find it so as steph just mentioned i actually found it on the government website so to mm-hmm. give a little bit of context about why i was searching for an apprenticeship um i just finished my a levels um and i wasn't really quite sure what to do i did a bit of a weird variety as I might say of um, topics and um, I was really confident I had skills and attributes that I could apply to something but I just didn't quite know what it was yet so mm-hmm. I was really eager to develop a few passions I had so writing creativity I'm quite a people person so um, I had to look down a work-based environment and apprenticeship routes so I looked on things like Indeed and the government website um, for apprenticeships and internships specifically so on the job training really and that is how I found the PRCA apprenticeship um, on the government website I had a little look down the vacancy which was open for an apprentice working as an assistant um, at a local agency to me as well which obviously was amazing mm-hmm. um, I read the role probably about 10 times over and <laughs> was like oh my gosh I don't think I have ever seen something that where all the traits skills and education level and experience was really a perfect fit for me so yeah I really liked the look of it um became a bit driven at that point thought right I'm definitely applying to this and <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how it started I applied via the website government website for the position and then I had back uh, a couple of weeks later for a television interview. So, yeah. And the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and did and how did you find that blending as well of the academic side and the the training on the job with ADPR? Yeah. So I actually found it was really really seamless. So um, when I did get the position, I went through a couple um, more in interviews some in-person interviews as well got to meet my lovely colleagues that I now work with um and my boss I'd like to say we're not paying her to say really nice things about (laughs) us no it's very genuine (laughs) um but yeah so when I when I started both the PRCA and ADPR were super super supportive and ensured that all of the optional uh topics that I took 
in my training and um, in my education through the PRCA would weave really well into my clients um, at my job at ADPR. So mm-hmm. I think that really was the integral part of how well the apprenticeship worked for me. So every day, like day to day, all of the topics would be really aligned to the assignments that I was working on in my apprenticeship. So mm-hmm. all of my work that I was doing for my clients in the day I then used as evidence um, in my projects and it just fit together really, really well. So yeah, it was it was very seamless. But I think the PRCA have definitely um, done a great job of making it really bespoke to mm-hmm. the apprentice themselves and the agency or, for example, in-house as well, um, yeah. the business that they're in. So yeah, it was it was really seamless. And I'd like to add that we're also not paying Kira to say these. Things. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, do you know what? It was just Badly really enough. good, guys. It's almost like it's almost like she's in PR. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so I mean, it is, and Kira speaks very highly. You know that blend is is great, and I suppose. Steph, in terms of, so for businesses um, and maybe the feedback, and obviously I can give a bit of perspective from ADPR as well, but what are the what are the benefits are there to businesses? Because it seems, you know, there's some very clear benefits for the individual, isn't there? What about the people who are hiring apprentices or thinking about it? Um, I mean, the first one that I always go to is staff loyalty and retention. So any individual that you invest in, whether it's financially, resource-wise, obviously time is a resource, um, they are more likely to essentially want to give back to your company. ADPR, you've already seen that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that is tailed in and connected with how you actually treat the apprentice when they are working <laughs> with you um, and the sort of work that you give them, how you encourage them and motivate them. But then, you know, just separate to that, the apprentice actually learns with you so they understand how your company works ground up Um, as I mentioned a lot of the apprentices won't have had um, other work experience prior to the Mm -hmm. apprenticeship particularly because it's a level four um, and equivalent to the first year of university or foundation degree so they are learning everything um, essentially in terms of the admin side of things and working in an office environment and everything else from you so when that then comes to an end terms of the actual skills development program or apprenticeship they are more likely to want to stay on um, so you are investing in your business and having them start off stay with you afterwards um, so it's helping also to fill the skills gap in your business because when they're finished um, doing their apprenticeship you can always then promote them give them more responsibilities as again we've seen in Kira mm-hmm. um, and essentially they give back to your company um, it's a very, very clear benefit um, that we have seen, particularly for the businesses that we work with. It's about 75% that stay on with the same company that they complete their apprenticeship in, which I think is a great step. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm a little bit biased. But again, <laughs> um, numbers don't lie. But then on a more general sense, um, there is a stat that goes for all apprenticeships and not just the PR one um, and the fact that apprentices or apprenticeships increase business productivity by about £214 a week. Um, so again, numbers don't lie. Um, I'm not making that up. You can look up online <laughs> um, and those are sort of government numbers or government stats. Um, then just on a more um, 
development sense or more of a human approach, they bring a fresh approach and a positive attitude into the workplace because, you know, the rest of the team can all contribute to that individual learning and developing. Um, they are, you know, a little bit more invested in wanting to learn more about your company. So um, you promoting it well um, always helps with just generally um, how the company looks, um, corporate social responsibility, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all just ties in, really. Um, then one big thing that obviously has been pushed just generally for PR industry, um, but one big thing that I am passionate about is diversity. It definitely helps promote diversity um, across all boards. So really for PR being an industry that is so degree focused, um, mm-hmm. we are giving other um, individuals you know, that might not want to go to university or that might want to learn about PR in a more practical sense and not go and you know in a lot of ways go into debt um, and they want to go straight into the workplace you're giving them the opportunity to do that basically Um, and you're building them up obviously then to build their career through you and you know with your company without having to go to university for three years Um, then obviously the process starts all over again yeah Yeah, and I would I would you know you've made really brilliant points also and I would from a business point of view absolutely agree you know the quality of the people that that come through to us for you know and we recruit some amazing apprentices and they they really do have so much passion and drive and want to give so much um that they are absolutely valuable to us as as a business and as as you've said we've We've always ended up, you know, as soon as the apprenticeship is over, we end up snapping up those those people that we've um, invested in because they've, you know, they have such an amazing attitude and they've learned so much in such a short space of time. Um, they, you know, as I say, we we couldn't shout about it enough, really, in in terms of what a great asset we found apprentices to be to to the team, um, and. We touched a little bit. So how how long are the apprentices? I can't remember if you've already mentioned this, so apologies if you have. And, you know, what does happen at the end? Um, so it lasts for 18 months. That's how long the actual apprenticeship programme is. That includes the 15 months training at the beginning um, where with PRCA anyway, they complete a level four diploma um, in PR, which is the qualification in its own right. And then they go on to do a three month sort of external assessment. um, Mm -hmm. And that is made up of a work-based project that they have to put together, um, a presentation questioning, um, and then a knowledge test as well. But everything is what they would have essentially built the um, confidence to do their first 15 months anyway um but by the time they reached the end they would have obviously had 18 months of real work experience within a PR team mm-hmm. um they would have had the qualification they are now a fully fledged PR and comms assistant um and as I said a lot of them then just stay on in the same company or they can choose to go into you know a different field or a sector from what they were working in before the majority of our apprentices do stay on in PR good um, <laughs> but you know afterwards they might choose maybe if they start an agency want to work in-house and vice versa um, or maybe they start in you know PR that they want 
try a hospitality PR um, or they want to try a smaller agency when they did an apprenticeship in a large agency. Um, but one of the actual units within the programme is career development. Mm-hmm. And they are encouraged to essentially think about what those next steps are going to be um, during their programs. So then afterwards, they essentially know what options are out there, hopefully. Um, Kira right. can hopefully give a little bit more insight yeah. into that process. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I think um, Kira, it, it's a good a good chance sort of, I know um, you finished your apprenticeship at um, the end of last summer, didn't you? And, and yeah. Um, as we mentioned, we snapped you up because we you're not going anywhere. But you've actually continued your continued your education too, haven't you? Yeah. So exactly as Steph said, um, the PRCA completely consider your future plans and the path that you'd like to take in your career um, and support you fully with that. So I had uh, amazing mentor from PRCA. Her name was Mary, and she was super super supportive. And she used to check in with both myself and Jenny and my managing director, Kate. Um, And in those conversations is when nearing the end of the apprenticeship, uh, well, middle to end, I'd say, is when I started thinking, oh, wow, I literally do not want this to end. Like, I actually really (laughs) enjoy the learning because I felt as though I progressed so much quicker in my working role at ATPR and I was able to take on, like, some really amazing responsibilities at quite an early stage in my career because of the learning that I was doing alongside of it so I really didn't want that to stop and then having achieved a distinction at the end of my endpoint assessment which is what Stephanie just referenced um, where you give a presentation and you have a knowledge test and a report about a campaign that you've done so following that I basically applied for a few university positions Um, to carry on into a degree in public relations and it's actually a bit less common than you'd think um, a sole PR degree uh, at university so it's Mm -hmm. quite a small selection but I applied to them and I was lucky enough to receive offers from them all which is really a testament to both my working experience and the PRCA qualification itself and um, yeah I'm currently studying at the University of Greenwich and I was able With the impressive alumni and the accreditation of the PRCA, they gave me an unconditional offer to start in the second year, which obviously is a really, really great benefit and something I wasn't even aware of, but it just really goes to show how valuable um, the apprenticeship itself is and the knowledge and the workplace experience because, yeah, now I'm in the second year and I only started uh, this September, so... Yeah, yes. and we get to still keep well. you as well because you do some work with us too. So exactly. we, oh, we get yeah. to still keep <laughs> you a bit. Oh, I would, yeah, I would not not have left at all. <laughs> yeah, I was very, very, very honoured to be uh, given the position of account executive, and that was a definite yes straight away. I was like, yes, 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 please. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I work part time three days a week, and then university two days a week, and and. Looking back on um, your apprenticeship as well, were there any favourite parts, um, both of um, the academic side of things, so actually when you were doing the course and learning on the job, do you have any things that stand out in particular that you loved? Yeah, definitely, actually. Um, About the training and the PRCA course in particular first, 
something that really sticks out to me is the face-to-face training uh, that you get as part of an apprentice. So in this training, you meet apprentices all over the UK uh, in house positions, in different businesses, in other agencies, some small, some really niche, some very, very big. So you get to meet some amazing other people, like-minded people, just like you, aspiring PR professionals. And in the face-to-face training, you will have um, a PRCA trainer who is a PR professional. As Steph mentioned, I think at the start, in their own right, everybody at PRCA is PR professionals and they have so much knowledge. Um, So in the face-to-face training, to give an example of my favourite one, it was pitching to the media. Mm -hmm. So although it sounds a bit scary and it definitely was a bit nerving uh, a couple of years ago now when I did do it, but we pitched um, in front of each other, to each other. Everyone was quiet and had to listen (laughs) to each other's pitches. Um, But that that exercise alone honestly really built my confidence with pitching over the phone and speaking to people I didn't know. And I just had to be confident and I had to deliver the messaging appropriately and to a good standard and that actual exercise taught me a lot and yeah that was probably one of my favorite bits for Mm. face-to-face training I'd say yeah I remember those days of doing courses where you we have to learn to pitch and it's absolutely terrifying but then once you've (laughs) done it it's an amazing feeling yeah it is it is and everybody just to reiterate that at the PRCA they're really, really supportive and they're just there to help you progress and like to give you all of the knowledge and understanding you need to bring back to your working environment and learning on the job. So yeah, it was really great. And I met some lovely apprentices that I'm still in contact with now. Um, and literally all of them have stayed on in their positions as well. So we always chat about what we're up to as a company executives now and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's really lovely. But the learning on the job side of it there was a lot of favorite parts there as well just really the transferable knowledge into the workplace just meant I was able to experience a a lot and I was able to be really like integral in all of the work I was doing for my clients and feel a real part of the team at ADPR so Mm -hmm. I definitely think yeah both both were amazing yeah okay and as you say it's such a great opportunity to meet other apprentices too isn't it mm, all of that mm, like yeah, and learning exactly. from each other and those all those foundations those relationships you've built will see you through your career too it'll be amazing mm, yeah. how often you come across those other people in your PR career <laughs> <laughs> you know the PR industry is is quite small in a lot of ways so yeah. Um, hopefully you yeah. Do carry on with those relationships. I'm so happy to hear, you know, when apprentices are still talking to each other. They yeah. you know, build relationships separate to sort of my my push for networking events <laughs> and things like that, and you know, forums online and everything else. And then I'm like, oh, you guys actually follow on um, and continue talking to each other. Yeah, um, that's like, honestly music in my ears. Oh. And um, was there anything, Kira, that surprised you about the apprenticeship? You know, is there anything? Um, I wouldn't, ooh, that's a hard one. I wouldn't say surprised isn't anything like entirely shocking. I would definitely say there were some really nice surprises in the sense I was really, really honoured to win the Best Apprentice Award. And that was definitely a surprise. Oh, yeah. I didn't... um, 
ever believed that I would even be nominated for a national award, let alone actually win one. So yeah, that was definitely something I was like, wow, but <laughs> that was so beyond belief um, for me. But yeah, aside from that, it was obviously I was learning as I was going. So I had no previous experience in public relations whatsoever or any real communications um, education in any way. Um, so everything was new and it was exciting, but yeah, I definitely, the biggest probably surprise was winning that award, I'd say. Yeah. Well, very well deserved. Very well deserved. <laughs> and, um, I mean, Steph, is there anything else you want, you think that businesses should absolutely know about the apprenticeship or individuals, to be honest, in businesses or individuals, any, kind of final thoughts from you in terms of what you know why they should be hiring an apprentice or why you should look for an apprenticeship um I'll start off by saying that you know there are some sort of relevant skills and um interests um that applicants might take for granted or people that are considering what career they want to go into and I know Kira has touched on this already um, in terms of a case you like writing uh, you like communicating um, mm-hmm. I know that Kira does not get nervous with any sort of presentation uh, which is <laughs> helpful <laughs> for PR as well um, but that will help with pitching of course writing will help with um, pretty much all of PR um, <laughs> but then there's the skills like customer service which you know a lot of younger people would have experience with customer service roles for example um, and that all com- comes into play if you wanted to interact with different clients um, and just generally putting that into practice then if you've got the role um, any sort of um, just interaction with people definitely help but then separate to that um, in terms of businesses I would just say especially if you hire any sort of interns at any point throughout your business actually um, existing, there's no reason why you should hire an apprentice. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, separate to the fact that I am maybe a little bit biased, I genuinely, <laughs> um, as I mentioned to Jenny and Kira at different points, I wish I did an apprenticeship. Um, you know, Same. there's a lot that an individual <laughs> can learn and develop um, just by being on the programme, by doing the actual role itself. But as a company, um, you get to see that growth um, and, you know, that is rewarding. It's rewarding for me um, seeing individuals start off maybe a little bit shy, um, you know, get these little uh, reports as to, you know, what they know and understand and um, don't essentially still need to learn and develop. Um, and then later on in the programme, the gaps they have filled just by doing the programme and by learning about it and applying it for a real job. Um, but, you know, just taking that individual and helping them grow and fly mm-hmm. to be, you know, individual like Kira or like um, a lot of our other apprentices, as I said, it's rewarding. Um, and, you know, there's, there's just no reason why you shouldn't. Do yeah, I would ag- agree. Absolutely. Yeah. We've, and we touched upon it earlier. I think you get incredibly engaged and passionate employees, you know, out of it. You've, um, Everybody is invested, you know, the, the apprentice themselves invest, invest a lot. Um, you know, they have this great um, 
platform to learn on. And as Kira mentioned, like the fantastic tutor, Mary, that she's got to work with, you know, we do lots of learning together on the job. And and I think at the end of that, you you get such an incredibly sort of passionate and engaged employee. It is, you know, worth its weight in gold, really. As we say, maybe we're slightly biased because we just, we yeah. have, but we've always <laughs> we've had such... We've seen it happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. We've seen it happen over and over again as well at ADPR. We've we've had several apprentices and they've we've always hired them afterwards. Um, as you mm-hmm. were mentioning earlier, Steph, with those numbers, we're definitely... Mm-hmm. One of those agencies that always, always end up hiring our apprentices because they're so valuable um, Mm. and they're such valued members of the team. So we would always be great advocates of of looking into the apprenticeships. Um, Kira, do you... I would mention, actually, sorry, Jenny. That's all right. Um, I know that Kira mentioned about the face-to-face training um, and that obviously being a massive um, plus to just the general apprenticeship Mm -hmm. um, and what you learn and obviously, you know, being able to meet other apprentices, but just general delegates, PR professionals across the board that have attended that same training course. Um, I would say even though those those are now majority virtual classrooms, you still mm-hmm. turn your camera on, you still get to meet them in the same way um, and do this, you know, the content of it is the same. I would mention that generally the actual training on the program means that the apprentices are likely going to be the most, I guess, um, more most recently trained individuals within the company. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. over 40 training courses courses on the program um, that cover a range of different skill sets and levels um, and essentially focus points. Um, so when your apprentice has reached the end of their program, they have got also these um, industry recognized training courses and certificates that they will obviously have alongside their qualification. Well, Yeah, no, that's and that's a really good point. And again, that's one of the things I'm so and Kate, our MD, we we look through the, the port when we're, when I'm going through um, our apprentices' portfolios with their tutors. I'm just like, oh, I'm so envious of like, look at all this training you're doing, and it's you know, it's incredible. There is, um, and it's laid out so you know everything in terms of um, the portal you get to use and all the learnings. It's just, it's um, I can't could have been an advocate for it enough I think and as we said yeah I, I wish it was around 19 years ago <laughs> that would have been good but um Kira do you do you have any final thoughts for anybody thinking who might be sort of on the fence maybe or not sure whether to apply for yeah, an apprenticeship absolutely I would 100% recommend it I honestly couldn't recommend it enough and as Steph said if there's particular skills and attributes that you can identify and listening to this you think actually that sounds quite like me that is something I'm interested in I would really really advise you to just look into it um, because it is amazing and um, just talking about like the resources the PRCA offers like the training it there is such depth to it that there is nothing you really miss so you genuinely get to explore all different areas of PR and all different um, skills and develop yourself both personally and professionally and it was really the best decision I ever made to do it because it's also shaped me as well as my career and I'm really really happy now in my career um, as an account executive I'm for PR I carried on studying because I enjoyed 
the studying in PR so much from the apprenticeship. So yeah, I honestly couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, I think, well, you know, we've just been all waxing lyrical, but just, <laughs> just think it's incredible. I would um, absolutely recommend um, either businesses. I mean, do, do get in touch with the PRCA as well. Um, if, if you are interested and in, in thinking about um, bringing on an apprentice and having and joining the apprenticeship program, um, go and find out a little bit more about how you can get involved. And anybody listening that um, is an individual and thinking they might like to start an apprenticeship, as Kira and Steph both said, like, go and have a look at the government website, go and have a Google, go and again look at the PRCA website to see um find out a little bit more about the PR industry too um but take a look um if you do have any questions at all we're also here as ADPR we're always happy to give advice so please do get in touch with us via the website at adpr.co.uk um but otherwise thank you very much for joining us again and we'll see you next time bye